I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. It is no secret that my top manifesting hack is my daily use of subliminal audios. I mean, mostly because I'm lazy and I get to manifest in my sleep. What a goddamn dream. Who wouldn't love it? Subliminal messaging has been around for years. The Guardian published an article back in 2007 stating that scientists have found that subliminal messages leave a mark on the brain. And that's why everyone from Apple to Coca-Cola have infamously used it in their advertising campaigns. Subliminal stimuli are any sensory stimuli below a person's threshold for conscious perception, i.e. you think you're just listening to a relaxing piece of music, but boom, there are hundreds, if not thousands, thousands of powerful statements and affirmations beneath the music that you can't hear with your conscious brain. These affirmations can have distinct impacts on people's thoughts and behaviour. Choose from a range including perfect health, wealth and success, beauty and confidence, fertility, weight loss, meet your soulmate, peaceful and present parent, happy kids and so much more. Easily download onto your phone or live stream when exercising, cooking dinner, in the bath or my personal favourite as you go to sleep as part of your daily mindset practice. Go to francescaamber.com to get yours. What up, bitches? Welcome back to Law of Attraction Changed My Goddamn Life. I am Francesca Amber, your host, who is talking about something today that I've never really spoken about before. And yet it is such a big part of who we are and manifesting. But look, your girl's fucking learning on the job, okay? I'm learning on the job. So this is something that keeps coming up for me. A few people recently have mentioned it to me in different ways, which we're going to get into. Um, And it's come up in a couple of different books. And so today I want to talk about the importance of divine feminine energy and how so many of us may be totally out of balance in our lives. So today we're talking about divine masculine and feminine energy and the roles that they play in our lives, leading us to either great success with everything we want to do or hindering us and cock blocking us from what we truly desire in our lives. 
Of course, both energies are sacred and vital for our lives here. And yet so many of us struggle to find a balance between the two. And when I say so many of us, I'm at the front of that fucking queue. Like I'm at the front of that queue. I struggle. I mean, my masculine is something I'm trying to rectify. So balance is often a word that we hear, you know, we need to find a work-life balance, we need our masculine and feminine energy to be balanced. But these energies don't always have to be balanced and that's okay, we're going to get into that. There's going to be periods of your life where one is kind of the dominant one and, and that's fine, we're going to get into that shit later. But worse than that, some of us have no idea that these energies even exist in the first place and the roles that they play in our lives. So if this is your first rodeo and you're like, what the fuck is my masculine and feminine energy? Like, don't worry, I'm going to take you through some basics. So if you don't know, get to know. So we all have both masculine and feminine energy within us, but also weave throughout everything in the universe. Sacred feminine energy is soft, it's nurturing, it's intuitive, it's grounded, and it just wants to like receive. Sacred masculine energy is very focused, very motivated, very action-based, it's goal-orientated, and it wants to kind of just build and protect. So you can see here that they are very, very different and you may immediately notice which one you identify with the most. And here's where you might be a little bit shocked because if like me, you are a woman, you may almost fully identify as masculine energy. The key is getting these two energies to work together within us to achieve, be and experience everything that we want in our lives. Because when they are out of balance, that's when we can run into trouble. So here are some signs that you may have blocked feminine energy. And this is basically like feeling disconnected from your emotions, difficulty in caring or nurturing yourself, reliance on external validation, struggle to set boundaries, inability to receive love and support. Oh, that's a big one for me. Suppressing your inner wisdom and your intuition and a lack of creativity and inspiration. So can you look at that list and see, are any of these coming up for you in your life? That could be a sign that you have blocked your feminine energy. So why the fuck would we have done that? Why would we block our own feminine energy? Well, The world we've built around us is about 99.9%, by the way, I made that up, geared towards the way of the masculine. So we are so focused on what we're doing rather than what we're feeling or what we're creating. And it's not a surprise because for so many years now, only, well, for so many years in the past, not now, but for so many years in the past, Only men worked, only men could own houses or businesses, only men could vote. So, of course, that whole world that was built was all geared around the needs and the qualities of men. But the problem is, is us bitches are up in this grill now. We're in the workplace, we're buying homes, we're living our lives. And this isn't how women work, but we're really being like shoehorned into a man's world. And it ain't working out for us. So the workplace in particular is geared towards the masculine energy and the circadian rhythm of men. 
She's about to get scientific, bitches. So men have a 24-hour hormonal cycle. That is the circadian rhythm of men, a 24-hour cycle. Their testosterone is highest in the morning and it's lowest at night, which means that they are perfectly set up to be in sync with our standard working nine to five day. What the majority of people, how they live their lives, how they live their days, that shit is set up perfectly for men. Their high levels of testosterone give them plenty of energy to get to work in the morning. It makes them focused, energetic and talkative. And this lasts until around mid-afternoon when it's pretty much home time anyway. At least it is for builders. Those fuckers leave my house every day about half past two. But spoiler alert, women are not the same. Women's hormone cycles last about 28 days and Critically, they also sync with the moon. This is where we are the bad bitches. Would you rather sync up with the nine to five working day or the fucking moon? I know which one I'd rather be with. It's the goddamn moon. So our 28 day cycle is made up of four phases. Now, the first two, follicular and ovulation, have you feeling like men in the morning? They are going to make you feel like Cardi B on a night out, full of energy, excitement, and get up and go. But those last two, oh boy, the luteal phase and the menstrual phase, they can affect us to varying degrees. But as a whole, we're on the goddamn decline. We've got a decline of energy, a decline of mood, a decline of fucks to give. You might feel tired, irritable, and unproductive. If you have a big night out or a holiday or an important meeting during this time, your performance or your enjoyment of that event will massively be compromised. Now, of course, we are all different. There are some people that really aren't affected by their cycle very much at all. They might be on a synthetic um, hormone, what do you call it, like a um, birth control, where a lot of these things are kind of suppressed and pushed down. But for a lot of us, we are very, very affected by our cycle. And if you aren't into cyclical living yet, please, I beg of you, start tracking your cycle on the moon because it will change your goddamn life. What turns out to be like random irritable moods or certain days where you feel like you just want to quit your job and divorce your husband will all make sense once you realise where in your cycle you are. It's very, very empowering. So isn't it wild that some women are just going through their entire working lives not knowing when these times are, not knowing when you're going to be at your best and when you're going to be at your worst. So as you can see, the world, particularly the working world, has been set up by men for men. So if you want to live your best cyclical life, you better start tracking your period, tracking the moon, making notes when you feel your best and worst and plan your meetings, holidays and dick appointments accordingly. Just imagine a working world for a second where we just go hard for two weeks and then we have a steady week and then we have a week off hibernating. Like the world would be such a better place for it, but that ain't gonna happen anytime soon. Now, this isn't just in the workplace, but our calendars are also out to cock block us from our natural magic too. The calendar should be based on the moon, right? Wrong. Our Gregorian calendar has been fucked a bit. So we are completely out of sync with our natural rhythms. So 
I remember I had Kate Northrup on the podcast and she was saying that it has been done intentionally because a lot of women were very, very aware of their power. They were very aware of their ability to manifest things. They're very aware of their cyclical living and men don't want that shit. They didn't want us to be powerful. They didn't want us to be out here living our best goddamn lives. And so some things were purposely hidden. Some things were purposely made illegal even look at the witch trials the witch hunts you know if you were known as a powerful woman they're gonna fucking hunt you down tie you to the stake and burn you so a lot of this has been concealed from us for so many years and through cyclical living through women's circles through so many different practices we can start to uncover that truth again that our ancestors were just so aware of but you know as i said we haven't known about this for hundreds of years So rather than this all being a normal way of life, you know, being aware of the cycle of the moon, being aware of how women work, our feminine energy has been concealed and ignored. And it's time for us to discover it again. And we can start that today with discovering our feminine energy. So if you are like me and so many other women, we find ourselves excessively in our masculine energy and we don't need to blame ourselves. This is mostly because of society and the way that the world works. It ain't our fault. Don't put pressure on yourself. It ain't our fault. We often feel pressure to act, speak, and perform like men do to be able to get ahead in our careers, to be recognised. Masculine qualities and behaviours, after all, are praised and admired. But the feminine qualities should too. When you think about feminine qualities in the workplace and being in your feminine energy, I'm sure so many of us instantly think, oh God, don't promote her because she's going to, you know, take a year off to have a baby soon or don't promote her, she's going to want to breastfeed every 10 minutes or don't take that woman seriously because it's her time of the month and she's acting fucking crazy. We always see it in such a negative, negative light, but it doesn't need to be that way. So imagine two very different women. One works super, super hard. She is hitting new goals all the time. Like she's fucking smashing those goals. She's getting promoted. She's somehow taking care of her children and her house. And she's always so busy. She's like pushing herself to exhaustion, but she's always getting shit done. But the other woman just chooses to honour herself and her energy by tracking her cycle and she sources her energy from taking care of herself and prioritising herself. And she's not scared to say that she's taking a break. She's not scared to say, no, thanks. I'm just focusing on me or no, my plate is full. I can't take anything else on right now. So I have identified with the first lady for so, so long. I'm really, really trying to be the other woman. I'm trying. It's a goddamn process. Now, I've written here in my notes, story time. So this is just a little bit about how this has kind of come up for me. So when I first heard about like divine feminine energy, it was in a book from the book club. And I'm pretty sure it's Emma Mumford's Hurt Healing Healed. It's been in quite a few books that we've read. And I was pretty shooketh because I'm basically operating as a goddamn man, but with no balls. And when I look back to my childhood, when my mum and dad got divorced, my mum and my nan, to be honest, would quite often say, oh, you need a man to do that or like that's a man's job and I really fucking resented it and I kind of watched my sister like become the man of the house 
And I went about my young adult life either using men in totally non-emotional ways like having sugar daddies or only dating like footballers and celebrities because I kind of knew it wasn't really going anywhere. Like I had a very unhealthy relationship with men. Then I got married. I had a terrible time. I got divorced. And suddenly I became both the man and the woman of the house. And so I got even deeper into my masculine energy. And as I started to date again, I just kept people at arm's length. Like it was very protective. But I was also like, I was making moves like a man. Like my ex once said that I'd date like a man or like I acted like a man and he wasn't wrong. And this kind of came to light recently with a couple of comments that people have said to me. So there's a guy locally that I've kind of seen on and off very, very casually for about three, three and a half years. He's local. He's very hot. Anyway, he came around last week to help me with the twins birthday. And basically I'd bought them a ridiculously large present that I then couldn't lift, couldn't fucking lift it, couldn't move it. And I needed some masculine help. And so he came to help me and we got into quite an interesting conversation. So I've always imagined him to be like, I say this in the nicest possible way, but like the local slag, he's got big dick energy. Like he truly has. And I truly just thought he did not care. So about two years ago, (laughs) about two years ago, I said to him, we live five minutes apart. So I just want you to be my local dick appointment. And apparently I said, I just want you to come and have sex with me. God, I hope this is not the week that my parents suddenly decide to start listening to my podcast. I pray they continue to refuse to listen to this. Um, So yeah, I just said, will you come and be my local dick appointment? Apparently, I don't remember this, but he said to me, apparently I said, I don't even want you to kiss me, but I'm sounding a bit like Jeffrey Dahmer at this point. Someone needs to call a goddamn therapist. So then I got annoyed with him because he's very detached or whatever. Um, And so he was a little bit upset by that, um, that I described him as a community dick to Paul Brunson, apparently. Apparently that's what I said. And it really made me start to think that here's a local guy that is hot, totally my type, and has always helped me out on pretty much every occasion that I've ever asked him to help me. Like, he's always helped me. So why would I be moving like fucking Russell Brand circa 2010 and not just be open to that being more than just a dick appointment? Like, obviously, it's very, very protective I'm trying to protect myself I'm trying to protect my energy but that's such masculine energy I mean at this point I might as well join the Andrew Tate fucking fan club and this isn't the first time I remember I dated a guy when I first got separated and I used to go down to London on a Tuesday and Wednesday to work every week and I used to call him Dick Tuesday Dick Tuesday like In the words of Taylor Swift, hi, it's me. I'm the problem. It's fucking me. Now, they may have been happy with these situations, to be honest. But for me, this just screams masculine energy. Like, I am not moving like a woman. I am moving like a goddamn man. And then she wonders why she can't find a goddamn soulmate. So on top of this, a listener sent me a DM the other day saying that I often refer to myself as a single mom and that I have to do everything or pay for everything myself. And although that is my truth, I am just speaking this masculine energy more and more into my existence. Now, don't get me wrong, that masculine energy 
worked its magic. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When needed, like it fucking saved my life. When I found myself pregnant and alone and I lost my business and I didn't know what the fuck to do or I just got divorced. I had to hustle and I had to provide a home for my children. I had to escape toxic situations and I had to raise money to save myself. And that masculine energy came through. I would never have been able to do that without that masculine energy. So for that, I will always be grateful. I will always be thankful. But we have to recognize when it's no longer serving us. I'm so thankful to that masculine energy for coming through in me and bringing out the survival instinct in me. And I'm so proud of the moves that I've made since the pandemic of how I've managed to transform my life. But so many of you send me such lovely messages saying that I'm your single girl inspo or that I'm your single mum goals for doing it all by myself and providing it all and not having to rely on anyone. And I fucking love that for us. Like, I do. I love it as much as the next person. But it's had a time and a place in my life. And it's time to let it go a little and embrace being in my feminine energy, about taking a step back, being ready to receive, being ready to co-create with somebody else and accept help to accept love. Because I ain't never going to find a man when I've got such huge balls, you know? I realise that I've been mentally bare knuckle fighting (laughs) every man I meet for the last God knows how many years. I've never truly let them in. I've never let them be in their masculine energy or maybe they just couldn't live up to mine. And so now I'm really trying to let it in. So back to this dick appointment, right? I don't think we should call him that anymore. It feels very, very um, 2008. Do you know what I mean? He, for some reason, really brings out the feminine energy in me and brings that masculine. I'm talking my love language is someone that can fix things. I'm talking someone who can lift things. I'm talking someone who can do things for me that I can't do myself. And Lord knows I need that. I actually can't, this will come as a shock to some of you, I can't do it all. I am scared of my garage. Um, I don't know how to assemble things. I'm terrified of spiders and insects. I can't get in my own loft. I can't lift really heavy stuff. Um, 
he's happy to do all of those things. And it's not just about him, right? It could be anyone. I mean, I say that in the nicest possible way. It could be anyone. I'm really happy to let someone help me with those things that I can't do. To accept that I need and I want that help and to be open to something more, something more than just physical. And it may not be with this person, but I can feel this huge shift in me where I'm just relaxing into my yin and welcoming the yang, if you know what I mean. And you know what? Maybe I'll get disappointed. Maybe I'll get fucking heartbroken. Who knows? Who knows? But that will be the journey. It'll be so exciting. Will I have a mental breakdown? Who knows? Stay tuned. But I know that I can't stay here in my box, not letting anyone in. Like that ain't the way. So anyway, These are my top tips to rebalance yourself and to nourish your feminine energy if you, like me, have found yourself really in your masculine. We'll be back after a quick break. Hi, this is Ross, the host of Smells Like Humans. Each week we talk about the curious things that people do. Fans say it's like hanging out with your funny friends. If you like lighthearted conversation, personal stories, and a hint of psychology, chances are we are discussing something relevant to you, like relationships, dreams, phobias, weddings, work, cults, a hundred topics and counting. Sometimes silly, sometimes serious, but always fun. Please join us, because no matter who you are, we all smell like humans. Please click the link in the show notes. Step one is to practice self-care and self-love. Now, self-care isn't always face masks and a pedicure, but sometimes it kind of is. It's whatever you need at the time. We might need to make ourselves fill out an application for our dream college or our perfect job or take a course that will help our career. Like that's self-care. Bettering your life so that you don't have to escape from it, like that is self-care. But as a busy working mum... Self-care for me is just taking the time to lay and meditate with my LED face mask on or taking the time to exfoliate my entire body and Olaplex my hair for eight hours. Oh, I love those days. Taking the time to lay in a hot bath with my favourite podcast listening. Maybe taking the time to read a book before bed. This is like a real feminine energy move for me is I have a book by the side of my bed and I just read for pleasure. It has nothing to do with, well, I say it's got nothing to do with self-development. It kind of does a little bit, but I love having that where I'm just reading for myself, to myself. And that's like a boss move for me. So love and treat yourself as you would your best friend or your child. Really make the time to practice self-care and self-love. Number two is having the courage to say bye to anything that does not align with your purpose or your values or anything that keeps you in a low vibration. So we all know those people who are not afraid to say no, who don't take any shit, who to refuse to stay in uncomfortable situations. As a younger woman in my 20s, I wish that I had had that skill, but I didn't. I was always people pleasing to a degree and I didn't cut friends, men or even jobs off as I didn't have the faith that the universe would bring me more. Like I just was scared that that was my lot, that that's all I had. But as I've gotten older, I've definitely been able to have the courage to say goodbye to things that no longer align with me, my purpose or my values. 
Number three is tuning into your inner world. So the masculine is all about the outer world, right? It's like projecting outwards, but the feminine is all about inwards, going inwards to your inner world. Now, this could look like honoring your intuition and not ignoring it. It could be working on your self-development, shadow work, inner child work, maybe tracking your cycle. That's a lovely thing to do for yourself. All of these practices get you into an intimate place with yourself and your inner world. And guess what? You're with you for the rest of your goddamn life. Like you are with yourself forever. So if you can make your inner world a fun, happy, safe, calm, inviting place to be, you're fucking winning, man. Like you're winning because you can either be in heaven with yourself or you can be in hell. And I'm sure that we've all experienced being in hell with ourselves and it ain't a fun place to be. Now, number four is having the courage to be less about doing and more about being. So I feel like we're all on the busy train, right? And we're always about how much we can get done, how much we can do, 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 do. But this is very, very masculine. So this weekend, I was due to go to London. It's my friend's 50th birthday party. I'm completely child free. I'm ovulating. I should be having the time of my goddamn life, right? But I've got my big event on Tuesday night. I also am just like still recovering from the summer holidays and the twins have been going through a sleep regression. So I've had a couple of nights of like no sleep whatsoever. And so I made, to be honest, quite a difficult decision to say, no, like I don't need to be doing all the time. I just want to stay at home, have no plans, be by myself and just be like, I just want to prepare for my event. I just want to give myself a chance to just rest. And like I say, that's quite a hard decision because do you know what? I wanted to go to London. I wanted to celebrate my friend's birthday with her, but I'm really honouring my divine feminine by just bathing in the luxuriousness of solitude, like conserving my energy. I think we forget that our energy is our currency. It's all we have. It's like what we have to trade with people. And if you're energy is completely depleted. You ain't no good to nobody. And I have to show up for myself. I have to show up for Mart. I have to show up to for everybody that's bought a ticket. I have to show up for my children. These are like non-negotiables. And so I have to conserve that energy. So when you think about your own energy, like what do you want and need to spend your energy on? And how can you conserve yours? Okay, number five is a simple one. Connect with nature. Just being outside, grounding, have a little fire, set fire to your hedge, get a hot fireman round. I don't know. Number six is to encourage yourself to take time to just potter. Pottering for me has become the ultimate luxury for the time poor woman that has three young children and a business. Pottering has become my equivalent to going on a shopping spree in Selfridges. It is such a luxury to just spend time taking care of myself, taking care of my environment, changing my sheets, making my bed cosy, clearing out my skincare and getting into a good skincare routine, decluttering my summer wardrobe, maybe putting all my winter coats out downstairs and my winter boots so I can make life easy for myself, just pottering around my home, working on my environment and just 
Fucking pottering, man. Pottering. I love it. Okay, <laughs> number seven is spend time in feminine energy. So connecting with other women in a women's circle. And if you can't find one, host one. I mean, if that's too much for you, if you're not in the women's circle vibe, look, it's something that comes to us all at some point in our lives. I'm really deep into it at the moment. But if you're not into like women's circles, how about just creating a space for women to gather? So I've spoken about this so many times and I haven't done it for ages, but I am next Friday. I started this thing, not even really consciously, where on Friday nights, some of my local mum friends would just turn up at my house. And sometimes they'd turn up at my house and I'd be still upstairs in bed with babies. But they'd just turn up and sometimes they'd bring tea. Sometimes they'd bring snacks. Sometimes we'd drink three bottles of rosé. Who knows what's going to happen? And it was just creating this space to be able to just be together and talk about what had been bothering us this week or just laugh. And it was just amazing. And we have to curate the time and space to spend time in feminine energy. So if you are a single girl, fucking rally with your single friends because your single friends need you. Create a space where you can catch up with each other and you can discuss what's been going on in the world of goddamn Tinder or Grind or whatever's going on. Um, if you are a mum, think about creating some space and time to connect with your mum friends because motherhood is a fucking tough journey and we need this time together just to kind of debrief. Okay, number eight is make space for creativity in whatever capacity you enjoy. This could be painting, gardening, decorating, maybe drawing, poetry, writing a book, podcasting, photography. So many ways that we can unleash our creativity and that really helps us to connect and nourish our feminine energy. And finally, get ready to receive. So being in your feminine energy is all about receiving. Be open to opportunities. Say yes to help and just be ready to receive rather than being in that energy of making it happen all the goddamn time. Now, this can be really difficult for us to slow down, to do less, to be rather than do and be ready to receive. And it's a work in progress. You know, it's a constant journey. But these are the ways that you can really nourish your feminine energy. And if you found yourself being too masculine with like your balls dragging along the floor, you can start to redress that balance. And that will help you to bring so much more abundance into your life in all forms. Now, sometimes it's really obvious ways. You know, for me, I'm single as a fucking Pringle. I'm definitely in my masculine energy. And I've really struggled to uh, balance that with other male energies. It's been really, really difficult. And so that is something that I'm working on. So basically, the aim is less Jack from Top Boy and more Charlie from Top Gun. Okay, that's the vibe we're going for. Now, if you want to read more about divine feminine energy, like I said, Emma Mumford's book, Hurt, Healing, Healed, has an amazing chapter on it in there. I found a book online. Um, it's actually self-published as well. And I do love to support the self-published queens. It's called Divine Feminine Energy, How to Manifest with Goddess Energy and Feminine Energy, Awakening Secrets They Don't Want You to Know About. Oh, and that is by Angela Grace. And what's the other book I found? And there's an amazing 
Instagram account called The Goddess Space. This is the lady, I think I've mentioned her before, she wrote the book The Women's Circle, which is what I'm reading at the moment. Her name is Anushka Florence, I believe. Yeah, Anushka Florence and her Instagram is The Goddess Space. She has a lot of stuff on her account about divine feminine energy. I'll leave all the links in the show notes below, so feel free to have a click about Right, that's it, guys. I hope that you've enjoyed this episode. I hope that you've gained some value from it. And I hope that you now can find some really simple ways to start to embrace and nurture your feminine energy. Please do your girl a solid. Rate, review and subscribe this podcast if you enjoy it. It means so much to me when you leave reviews, honestly. And come and find me on Instagram. I'm at Francesca Amber or at Law of Attraction Changed My Life. You can find me over there embracing my feminine energy, sitting on a picnic blanket with a bow in my hair and a Victorian dress on, making, I don't know, what do women do? (laughs) Making cakes? I'm not too sure. I'm going to be finding all different ways to embrace my feminine energy and I'll be sharing it all on there as always. And I'd love it if you could share that you're listening to this pod. Just simply take a screenshot, tell us what you think about it and tag me in it and I'll reshare as many of you as possible. Right, I'm off. If you are coming to the event on Tuesday, I will see you then. I'm so fucking excited. I feel overwhelmed with the emotions of meeting you all. Honestly, I feel so much love from you. I feel so much support from you. And I cannot wait to meet you and be in the same room as you. Um, If you're not there, go fuck yourself. No, don't go fuck yourselves. You can... (laughs) We can live stream it afterwards, I think. I don't actually know if that's confirmed yet, but we may be um, streaming it so that you can watch it afterwards. We all see how it goes, but nothing's going to beat being there on the night. Nothing's going to beat those vibes. I will see you then. Thank you for listening. Embrace your feminine energy and I'll see you next week. The law of attraction has changed my life. It's going to change yours too, bitch. Bye. What up, bitches? It's no secret that reading has changed my goddamn life. I think it's incredible that people put their entire life's work, their teachings into a book that often costs less than £10. It's incredible to me. And I am so thankful to all of the authors that have helped me on my self-development journey. And, you know, I have the UK's biggest self-development book club. There's over 3,000 of us reading along each month. But maybe you're thinking, Fran, I ain't got time to read. Who do you think I am? Barbara Cartland? No, you are busy. You are girl bossing it. You are living your goddamn life. And I get that. I see that. I hear it and I value it. And that's where Audible can come in. If you find yourself only with the time to be able to listen to something, but to not sit and physically hold a book, maybe you have a physical job like um, cleaning or whatever, where you are using your hands, or maybe you're a crafter. And you want to be able to just listen to something and to learn on the go. Or maybe you're driving a lot and you're able to listen to a book, but you know, it's illegal to read a book and drive, bitches. Don't try it. Then Audible may be for you. I have a 30 day free trial that you can have a little go at and see if it's for you. You can download millions of books to your phone or to your laptop or whatever you fucking want and listen to it wherever you are. Um, So check it out. Um, I'll leave the link down below. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.